teachers, I'm Carly Walton, and this is the Teach Music Online Podcast, your number one resource for innovative online music teaching. In today's episode, I am so thrilled to share with you an interview I had with my good friend, Joseph D'Amico. Joseph and I connected about a year ago when he was shifting his entire studio online, as well as starting to grow his YouTube presence. Joseph is a fantastic organist and pianist, and with his shift to teaching online, he also has an amazing tech setup that most online teachers would drool over. Because Joseph had embraced online teaching long before COVID-19, he has also become a wonderful leader in this space. Here's my interview with Joseph. Okay, teachers, so I just have Joseph with us today, and I wanted to ask him a couple questions about his studio. He's such a good online teacher. He's super confident, and he has a great setup, and he recently transitioned 100% of his studio online and I wanted to just get him on here to share his online teaching testimonial with all of us. So Joseph, first start off with telling us about what your studio looked like before you started teaching online. Okay, yeah, well, uh, thanks for having me on, first of all. Um, I had about 15 to 20 students, maybe a little more. I had a pretty big church job at the same time, which I still have, so that puts a cap on how many students I can actually accept at one time. But basically, I'd have a bunch of students in a city and I'd drive, you know, 30 minutes or so to get to that teaching area. And then all the students would be five or 10 minutes apart from each other, sometimes more, but usually not. And, uh, and I'd have three or four days of that. And it was absolutely obnoxious. Obnoxious because of the driving, the commute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm just I, I don't know. I, I have a particular hatred for commuting. <laughs> and um, traffic and being in the city and, and you know just doing that whole thing it just feels like a giant waste of time to me so i know some people it's worth it for them they want that in-person interaction but it was really wearing on me and i was i really had this sense that this is not what i'm going to be doing for my life so i, I knew oh. it was headed like i was headed for like a career switch or something because um, i wasn't in the position where i could have them come over and i wouldn't be in that position for years and uh, I just didn't know if I was going to really stick it out in piano before this online thing uh, became an option. So when you first started experimenting on, with online lessons, did you start with makeup lessons for your students? Yes, I did. Um, I started with makeup lessons and at first I, I kind of offered it to them. There was uh, one or two of my students that were kind of their parents were egging it on a little bit for me and helping me. In fact, one of the students, their dad, the father of the student, um, created this software that was designed to uh, facilitate like language tutorial and things like that. And he suggested I try it. So uh, I was kind of beta testing that software for him with his student while also trying online makeup lessons at the same time. And once I got enough confidence with that student, I expanded it out to a few more students. And then I'd say probably within a couple of weeks to a month or so, I made it my permanent makeup policy where I no longer even tried to put you anywhere else. You just were online if you didn't go at your exact spot. And that was a really successful way of doing this. That's so awesome. And tell us a little bit about when you decided to permanently switch to online lessons, how did your studio take that? What were you nervous about and what was the outcome? Uh, I was definitely nervous about losing like half my studio or more. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I think is realistic because um, you know, they're paying, they were paying for a teacher to drive to them. That's what they thought they were signing up for. They're paying, you know, decent money for it or whatever. 
And I, I knew that I was no longer going to be offering that convenience. And so for people that weren't believers in um, online as a platform, um, who wouldn't be convinced, and I, I figured there would be people that I would not be able to convince, I knew that I would probably lose them. And of course, I was prepared to refer to them to other teachers. It wouldn't be any hard feelings or anything like that. But a couple of months before, actually, no, I'd say about, because I did, I, I taught online lessons for a year or so, maybe a couple of years, uh, just kind of intermittently. And then it started to grow and grow and grow. And then it real it, it, um, it became a permanent option. It looked like it was going to become a permanent option. So when I saw it headed, heading in that direction, I started asking my, the parents of my students and my students, I started to kind of gather what they thought about the experience and what they thought about um, switching full time. And for the most part, people were open to it. Some of them were asking about price decreases. Some of them were saying that it's, not, it's really not their preference, but they'll, they'll try to stay with me wherever I feel like I need to go. And some of them were on board with it. But I noticed that as we uh, got closer and closer to the time where I knew I was going to be switching, uh, they were already just taking me up on online lessons as much as possible, like voluntarily. And I'd ask them, I'm like, which do you prefer? I'd ask the students, not the parents. I'd ask the students, which do you prefer? What experience do you prefer? And a lot of them said they prefer me to drive to their house. Well, of course they prefer that, you know, because they had that direct comparison. But when it actually came to practice, they picked online lessons more often than they picked in-person lessons. And then it just became the scheduling inconvenience. I'm like, why am I driving out for one student or two students? Because most of them are online already. They just haven't like officially made it, made it so, you know? So I, I'd say as we got kind of close to it, they took it pretty well. And once I was sure I could handle the financial loss of potentially losing a sizable chunk of the studio, I was prepared for half. Like I'm a big budgeter, and so I, I made sure that I could afford to lose half of them. And I waited, and I had a little spreadsheet, and I was like, all right, these guys are going to do it. These guys will probably leave me. These guys will probably do it. These guys are going to do it. These guys will probably leave, you know? Uh, of course, to my surprise, none of them left, which I did not expect, but none of them left. So it appears they all took it pretty well, and most of them are actually still with me. So awesome. I think other teachers hearing this, this are going to relate so much to your situation and, and feel a lot of hope for switching online beyond the current situation, the current oh, yeah. crisis, where they're going, well, they, they're staying with me right now because they might feel like they have to or, but, you know, moving forward, I don't know if they would want to continue online. There is a lot of talk in the community about teachers looking at this as an option and going, I actually really like teaching online and it's working, but could I do it, you know? could I move forward with this? And so I, I think hearing from teachers like you and I and some other teachers that are full-time online teachers, hearing that it is possible and hearing that you've had success with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Totally. I think it's really interesting that this COVID situation has brought Skype lessons and online lessons and teleworking directly into public awareness. And we don't really know what, what's gonna happen with this situation. We don't know how open-ended it's gonna be. We don't know if it's gonna come back every year or if we're really like gonna be down for the next several months because they just haven't told us. Um, so I think it would be wise to prepare for uh, telecommuting always to be an option from this point forward for as many professions in the economy as possible. Like that's just smart. But for uh, Skype teaching, it was definitely an option long before uh, the COVID situation, but the COVID situation forced everybody to try it or to not have lessons. 
And once you try it, especially if you have you know, decent hardware at all, um, you'll realize very quickly it works. It works just fine. It works for just fine for most people. I think you can make a, a case for the very youngest students having difficulty getting started. That is very legitimate. And I also think you can make a case for very advanced students. So students that are either in music school or maybe at the master's level or, or beyond that, um, you can make a case that they, they need some of that nuance of the in-person instruction with certain instructors. It, it kind of depends on the instructor. But for the rest of us, um, it works really well, and uh, this situation brought it into public awareness. And so now everyone's thinking about it. Everyone's Googling it. I saw my stats on all my, my websites and everything go up. <laughs> now I can see I have proof that, wow, all of the teachers, as of like a certain date in March, all of a sudden care about this subject. And uh, I never expected that to happen. But it's really, it's really awesome. I think it's amazing. And I'm really glad so many people are going to give it a shot. So not, unfortunately, it's because they have to, but uh, I'm glad that a lot of people can, can try it and get experience with it because it's probably the way of the future one way or another, so. Okay, teachers, I'm just going to do a quick interruption to share with you some amazing mail that I got this week. This is a message that I got from Nicole, who is in our Teach Music Online membership community, and her words were just so kind and totally made my day, and I thought it would be fun to share with you as well. So first, she sent me a message that just said, I'm so grateful to be a part of such a wonderful atmosphere of music teachers and support. And then she sent another message and said, you have inspired me so much. It would be selfish of me not to encourage others to join because being here has been such a blessing for me. I had heard of teaching online before, but I was never convinced until I heard you share your experience on a podcast. No coincidence. She's referring to a podcast episode I did with Tim Topham. Ever since then, I have wanted to teach like you do. You are amazing. I'm so happy to be here and learn from you. Thank you so much for everything you do to share what you have learned and the best tricks and tools you have found in making teaching online more of a joy. Your passion and dedication is so encouraging. I just, this made me so happy. It's so good to hear that the, the things that I have to share with you and the experiences and all of the lessons that I've learned are impactful and beneficial not only for you, Nicole, but for teachers everywhere. So thank you so much, Nicole, for sending over these messages. She also mentioned that one of the podcast episodes that hopefully you've listened to as well called Five Ways to Win Over a Parent like totally changed her perspective on finding students to teach. And she said that she is going to reach out to all of her former students that did not take with her when she switched over during COVID-19, and she's going to invite them to a free trial lesson. So... Nicole, I am wishing you the best of luck with everything, and I will be seeing you around in the membership. Okay, let's jump back into the interview with Joseph. What are two benefits you've had that you've noticed with teaching online full-time versus when you had when you were driving? If, uh, there's a lot more than two. I know. <laughs> you can share more if you want. I, I wrote a couple of them down, actually, so I can just like knock them off. I guess the big, the, one of the big ones is uh, that you are income capped at a lower level, a significantly lower level, if you are traveling to your students versus if you are teaching online lessons. Now, I feel like the gap is much narrowed if you are having students drive to your studio versus teaching online lessons. However, and I say this- the time. Considering that if, if you become experienced as a Skype lesson instructor, you'll learn how to not be fatigued teaching lessons, you'll learn how to schedule, you'll learn how close you can put people and when to take breaks and things like that. So assuming you figure these types of things out and you um, get to a sustainable point in teaching, um, 
there's still a higher income cap with teaching online than even in person, even if they drive to you. Because you can't get somebody at the piano and out the door and another person at the piano and out the door nearly as fast. Um, I do like to take breaks between my lessons, but there are many lessons throughout my week where there are not, there's no break. One mm -hmm. lesson ends on the hour and the next lesson starts on the hour and then the next lesson starts on the hour right after that. And I take, I take notes during the lesson and I send them off like right as I'm hanging up the call and I, I take the next call right then. So I'm talking 10 seconds between a lesson and the student, the new student has the books open already. I have my books because I plan all the lessons. You know, we're ready to go. I say, hello, how are you doing? How's your week? This crazy situation, whatever, right? And then we're in. <laughs> and then we have a full uh, lesson. And then, you know, it's, I save the notes and goodbye, next one. It's so efficient. So if you add that up and you remove all of that dead time, that, that um, dead weight loss between all of the lessons, you have the, the uh, highest potential of income with this strategy. And that's actually also, not why I signed up. I didn't want to just make the most money possible. But now that I've been doing this uh, full time for over a year, I've realized, uh, wow, I am definitely making more money than I ever had, even though I dropped my rates a little bit when I first switched. So I like wow. the income thing. Well, and you have, you have more flexibility with hours. You can, it's easier to teach kids before they go to school. Now it's different, but if they were going to school, you could teach them in the morning hours, you can teach them in the evening hours. It's something mentally to them, like having to drive to you at 8 p.m. is a lot different than having to sit at their piano and open an iPad at 8 p.m. You know, you can fill in those extra odd hours. You can also eventually start marketing to different time zones if you wanted, looking for homeschool students. I think teachers really need to realize they can craft their perfect schedule and they can craft their business so differently than if they are blocked into the after school hours oh, yeah. of kids coming to their house. Now, I still take the after school hours because I, I, I like that. It works for me. But I have a set schedule that is like shortly after lunch where I that is like the I'll not accept students before that time. And then all the way up to like 10 p.m. at night, I'll accept students, you know, on certain days. So it's this big block that's just reserved for teaching and I never schedule outside of that. So it's protected. And that way of doing things has really helped me a lot. I don't schedule them randomly throughout my day. Mm -hmm. um, I have the afternoon hours. I have some late hours. I have some early afternoon hours. And it's funny because all of like the, the older folks that are like retired and whatnot, they can go early in the afternoon. Um, all of my folks in other countries end up going like late at night. Uh, and then people that are, you know, East Coast, West Coast, they're usually in the afternoon hours somewhere. So it, it works out really well. I have a couple of other little points I can just rattle off real quick. Sure. So I love the idea of working from home, right? Before it was trending, but just the idea of working from home. I, I've always wanted to work from home and I totally do that now and it's great. Uh, it sucks when you're forced to, but it's nice when you choose to. Love the idea of working from home without involving other people in my home. So I have pets and children and it's, it's just complicated involving other people's children and you know waiting rooms and where do the parents go and all that. I don't have to deal with any of that. I love the idea of moving from one lesson to another where I already mentioned that. Uh, or just walking downstairs throughout the day to teach or if somebody cancels even though it's not it's not right of them to cancel and leave me with a hole with no recourse but sometimes that still happens in an emergency mm -hmm. situation well the time is not lost i'm not sitting in a subdivision somewhere i just go upstairs totally. for practice, you know uh, i love the idea of practicing between lessons i didn't really practice when i was teaching driving it fatigued me even though there was a little bit of time i could have practiced but i didn't now I practice a lot. I'm the best pianist I've ever been by far. 
Um, I'm taking Skype lessons myself with somebody. Cool. I actually have it where uh, on one of my teaching days, just one of the one of the spots is actually a lesson I attend for my own study. And I just zip in, so I get cool. some instruction, and then my next student calls in right after. It's awesome. And, uh, and that's pretty much it. That's, those are my favorite things. So. Cool. Thank you so much. It's, it's just always great to hear someone in person. You know, we're all in the community text or typing out answers and helping each other. But yeah. being able to hear your experience and the benefits that you've seen for yourself and for your setup, for your family, for your career, for ultimately like your dream job, as it sounds like, and to be I able to it. fit in. <laughs> This. I'm happy. I'm going to do this for as long as I can. I don't, I love this. I'm very content. This is the dream. So job. good. I love it. Well, I'll link below your YouTube channel so teachers can check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph has yeah. an, a really amazing YouTube channel. He has some tutorials on there. He also has some really great tutorial, your organ tutorial. I guess they're performances. Yeah, they're just performances. Cool. Yeah. And it's just fun to see the content he's putting out and his YouTube channel does drive traffic to his website where he's able to get students every month. That's another marketing strategy, but that's another topic. So we'll go ahead and end there. Thanks so much, Joseph. <laughs> You're very welcome. It was so great to chat with Joseph and hear his enthusiasm for teaching online, which did not surprise me. I think we can all learn from his optimistic approach to creating a dream studio out of an at-home studio. The benefits he outlined are ones that all of us can enjoy as online music teachers. Joseph has a really fantastic YouTube channel where he shows his setup, tech recommendations, and tips for teaching online, and I will go ahead and link that in the show notes along with his website, which I think you'll also enjoy checking out. Thank you so much for listening today. I would love to invite you over to the Teach Music Online membership. Head over to teachmusic.online to learn more about how you can get access to marketing courses, engagement courses, and mentorship, all available to you within the Teach Music Online membership. Will you also head over to iTunes and leave a review for the podcast? I'd absolutely love for you to share your thoughts on how this is helping you in your studio. And the more reviews that we get, the more downloads that we get, the easier it is for other teachers around the world to find this podcast podcast where they can also learn how to be fantastic online music teachers. Thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing week and as always, happy teaching.